Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I'm talking about moving ahead in spite of despair. We all have challenges, and especially when we are dealing with an anxious nervous system, we have difficulties that seem to get in our way. And when it gets to be too much, we can lean into despair. Philosophers and psychologists alike have proclaimed that courage is not the absence of despair. It is instead the capacity to move ahead in spite of despair. And I really know that it is possible to have that struggle, the despair, and still keep moving forward. And this is what we need to do when we are clearing out anxiety or panic attacks. When we're moving through challenges of being easily triggered and overly sensitized by our lizard brain, the amygdala, we need to remember that it will take a lot of courage to meet the challenge. And again, courage is not the absence of the despair, but again, it is the capacity to move ahead in spite of the despair. Many of us still get caught up in believing that with stress, fear, and anxiety that we are experiencing, that we cannot go on, that we become frozen, stuck, and that we are not able to make any forward motion. And we need to keep moving forward when we are dealing with this anxiety or high amounts of stress. So what then is courage and how can it work as a guiding light to show us our way out of the anxiety panic? In other words, how can we keep moving ahead in spite of feeling despair? We use our courage. Courage is the capacity to move ahead in spite of our despair. This does help to bring us out of the victim mindset and to move more into the role of the volunteer. We can move out of being a victim and move into being a volunteer. I am here willingly. Maybe that means that I have some choices, that I have some resources. And I know I've talked about moving from victim to volunteer in other podcasts, and I believe you could check out episode 436 for more on that. And one of the problems that we encounter on a daily basis is the comparison trap. We can often look at others, other people that are in our lives or people online that are in the media, and think that they have arrived at a place where they no longer experience any doubts, any fears, desperation, and that's why they can keep going forward. That's why they can keep living their lives. But we, we are not there, and we compare ourselves But that's just not how it is at all. What that is, is our comparing our insides with other people's outsides. 
What they are showing the world is not what they are feeling deep within themselves. We don't know that. And we too don't show that. People may think that you are completely put together and have it all going on. And here you are trying to deal with a little bit more anxiety or stress in your lives or maybe even panic attacks. Great professionals, athletes, artists, and performers of all types have the fear they get butterflies in their belly, they get cotton mouth, a pounding heart, and they report that this often helps them do their best work. Now they have learned how to control it in a way that they can continue and move forward, but they are not completely without that feeling of this is important, right? This is something I have to pay attention to. They get the butterflies, the pounding heart. They can still move forward. But those heightened senses help them to do their best work. We know that we get these feelings. We get this stress hormone rush for a reason. Our body is preparing us to do work or to get away, or to fight, to flee. But we can also know that it is helping us to be in dangerous situations, how to get out of it, how to think in a way that moves us forward out of the situation. So we don't need to fear so much those feelings that come up. We don't need to despair over the rush of stress hormones that happen inside ourselves. That is only adding more fear and more fuel to the fire. Many people won't even try to go forward because it makes them feel anxious. Any step forward is scary. Have you tried One Skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 face moisturizer and OS1 eye cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Now we've already mapped out all of the different ways it can go wrong before we even try when we're anxious. We have it all planned out in our head. Anything that can go wrong, we have think that we have mapped it out and we don't even dare go for it because we see all the pitfalls, we see all the problems. 
When people wake up in the morning with nervousness, with anxiety or despair, and pull back from giving their best, or in some cases, anything at all, due to the feelings or the emotions that they're experiencing, this is a trap. And we can keep going, even with the feeling of despair. Others carry around the impending doom if they do attempt to try, and this only adds to the already accumulating stress and strain of modern life. We don't need to carry the impending doom with us. We can see it for what it is. This is my body in a stressed state and sending out hormones that are creating my body to have these feelings and these emotions And this makes my mind looking for a reason. So it's thinking all kinds of thoughts. We don't need to carry the truth of impending doom. It's just a thought. We can let it go. Right in the middle of not doing because of being paralyzed with fear and the other side of the coin there being rash fearlessness, in between those two is courage. And that is the middle way. And that is the way that will serve us. So let's look at some of the ways that we can shore up our courage and start using it more often. We can keep courage more accessible by watching how we view the world and our thinking. Discerning our thoughts and letting the random ones continue their journey out of our mind. We get to discern which thoughts we want to pay attention to and which ones we are going to just let keep on going on their journey. We've talked many times about being mindful of our thoughts and where we allow them to take us, how to work with them and how to find peace in the midst of a busy mind. Mindful meditation is a great helper here, and I encourage you to be continuing or to start your practice today. This is me on my soapbox when I'm talking about meditation, because we need to spend time with the mind that we live with. Another way to access your courage is to take note of the meaning that you give any particular event or happening. If you make the meaning of the happening permanent, such as thinking it will never change, things will always be like this, and if you also make it pervasive, this is happening to everything in my life, you are thinking it's here to stay and that it'll apply to all the aspects of your life. This is the fast track to helplessness and to victimhood, which is also another way to fuel the fire of anxiety. But on the other hand, if you make a bump in the road or a feeling of despair temporary, if you make it specific, meaning that the problem is not permanent, best mantra here is this too shall pass, and you make it not pervasive, instead tied to a specific issue, you'll be more empowered and using your courage muscle. So again, You want to get out of the idea of that this that is happening to you is permanent, that it's always going to be this way, and that it is pervasive, and that it is happening in every area of your life. No, make it 
so that you can look at it with a different light. You want to look at it as this is temporary. And you also want to look at it as that it is very, very specific to this one issue. This will help you to stay more empowered. And of course, one of the best places to practice this is in your journal. We can let things go on like this in our mind. We can remind ourselves with thoughts. But if we can actually write some things down, it helps us to be able to see it with different eyes. And it can also help us to pay attention to it more. When things are just in our mind, they kind of morph and change. And it you, you kind of thought this thing one minute and it was a little different the next minute. But when we write it down in a journal, we get to pay more attention to it. It becomes more concrete. So for your journal and further conversation, if you want to share this in, in the group that we have, uh, our private group on Facebook, you can ask these questions. Is despair or anxiety feeling like a big old bump in the road right now? If so, how can you move forward in spite of the fear? How can you move forward in spite of feeling a sense of despair? Can you begin to see happenings as more temporary? What about this situation can you see that it is specific to only one area of your life, and it's not permanent, and it's not pervasive? Go over these things, write them down when you are struggling. Ask yourself, is this just a bump in the road? It's important to really consider this rather than thinking that this is how life is. No, it's not how life is. It's a bump in the road. But unless we take some time to review that, to write it down, to see it with fresh eyes, our mind will morph it into more scary things. It's there forever. This is how life is now. And if it is a bump in the road, how can you move forward with this bump? How can you keep going, even though you feel feelings of fear or despair? And can you make changes in where you let your mind take you? This is where writing it down comes in really handy because, again, the mind is going to morph and change thoughts too fast or you get interrupted or you look at your phone. But if you've got pen to paper, you can actually jot down, I was letting my mind take me here, but I would like to make it take me there. How can I do that? What changes would I need to make in order to move my mind to thinking a little bit differently. And I want you, again, to be able to see that what is happening, I want you to see the issue, the challenge as temporary. The feeling of despair is only temporary, and it's very specific as to a a very specific problem. Really find what that specific problem is and remind yourself that it is not permanent and it is not about your whole life. You guys can do this. I know you can. And if I was able to move myself along without as many tools, I know that if you take the time to find the practices that you hear me talk about, you don't need to do all of them. Some of these are going to be very specific for each individual person. 
other things you're going to want to let go of, but find what works for you and really cultivate those things. I talked with a client today and he mentioned that some of his trying different things for his anxiety was like trying different diets, trying it for a moment, then it feels like it didn't work and you jump off and try something else. And that can happen with our anxiety too, with our trying to clear out this heavy stress load that we carry. But don't think that you are letting go of the whole thing. If you if you tried some of these tools and tips that we talk about, some of them will work for you and some of them are not going to be ones you need to practice. I'm going to tell you the basics right now so that you make sure you get these in. You need to have a meditation practice. You need to be off of caffeine and alcohol. And you need to be able to have a place in your life where you see the bigger picture. Keeping your body in shape, what level of exercise that is for you, is going to be dependent on you and your level of fitness and your age and your own body's abilities. But find a fitness program of some sort that works for you. This is all about not just our mind and our thinking, but our meditation practice, cleaning those substances out and only taking in foods and substances that are helpful to our body along with the meditation, along with exercise, and along with being able to know that what your body is experiencing is stress hormones being released. Your body is not broken. You can do this. That can calm the nervous system down right there. So take that to heart. Keep it simple. Take the tips and tools that resonate with you. Try them on because lots of things don't work for certain people. Just like every diet is not for every person. There isn't a one size fits all. So let's see what works for each of us. I would love to hear what is working for you. So you could send that email if you wanted to let me know to anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com. I'm so glad I got to spend some time with you today, and I hope that you will keep walking forward in spite of the feelings and the despair. You got this. And now for today's quote. When we become aware that we do not have to escape our pains, but that we can mobilize them into a common search for life, Those very pains are transformed from expressions of despair into signs of hope. And that's from Henry J.M. Nowen. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.